we have to understand something. How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought under the banner of servitude? How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought in shackles and chains with yokes about your neck? The Bible says that the children of Israel will be scattered into all nations under the banner of slavery. This was a global slave trade. Luke chapter 21 verse 21 through 24 says you're going to fall by the edge of the sword and they're going to be led away captive into all nations. So the question for the critical thinker is this, who did that happen to? Did that happen to the Chinese? No. Did that happen to the Arab? No. Did that happen to the European? No. Did that happen to the people that call themselves Jewish? No. What race of mankind on the earth was taken into captivity into all nations? You think this global slave trade would be not documented in the greatest history book known to mankind? You're looking at the Bible and you don't realize that it's talking about you. Yes, you. The people that are impacted by slavery and colonialism. The people that were taken to America, taken to the Caribbean islands, taken to France, Portugal, taken to Spain as slaves. The Bible says that the, the gospel... The gospel of the Jesus Christ that we know of is a black man that came to set liberty to the captives. That's Isaiah 61, verse 1. Who needs saving? Who needs liberty? Does the French need liberty? Does America need liberty? Who is oppressed? Who is getting brutalized in the streets? Who is getting gunned down when you know categorically and statistically they committed no crime? You're being persecuted over a traffic violation. You're being murdered and slaughtered. Ask Sandra Bland, was she free? Ask Trayvon Martin, was he free? Ask George Floyd. A lot of people talk about that they're woke. You're fake woke. The scripture says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to righteousness, awake to who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen as we listen to the Forefront Radio where you will find out the truth in regards to your true nationality. Yes, when you read about the Bible, when it says, my skin is black, it's talking about you. When you read Song of Solomon, when it says, look not upon me because I am black, it's talking about you. When it comes to the greatest man that walked on the face of the earth, Jesus the Christ died a black man's death, died through crucifixion, lynched on a tree, hair like wool, feet like brass burned in a furnace. Who could this be talking about? This is talking about you, your people, the lost tribes of Israel. You were listening to the Forefront Radio. Thanks for listening in. We're going to tune to Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 7 and verse 8, it says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe 
alive. So according to the scriptures, we are going to reveal to you who the wicked is according to the Bible, their system of governments and how they operate in this world. The next scripture we're going to look at is Job chapter nine, verse 24. It says the earth is given into the hand of the wicked, the wicked, the earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So who's that? Whoever is controlling the earth right now, that's who the wicked is according to the Bible. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? So if it's not those that are in power today, who is he? Who's controlling the Vatican? Who's controlling the United States of America? Who's controlling Europe? Who's controlling the United Nations? According to the Bible, that is the wicked. Now let's check out this history real quick. It's a, it's a whole a whole ass town is suing their police department for literal terrorism. A federal lawsuit has been filed claiming the Lexington Police Department has been harassing and targeting African-American residents. Now, the lawsuit accuses the department of assaulting and threatening residents for nearly a year. The city of Lexington only has a population of 1,800, of which 86% are black. And if you want to look me in the eye and tell me that race isn't a factor, let me introduce you to the chief of police. A shocking confession caught on tape as a Mississippi police chief brags about killing 13 people in the line of duty, all while using racist slurs. This is actually the third time I've tried to upload this video, so I'm not going to play what he says, but it's basically a nine-minute recording of him just bragging about being a serial killer and arresting black people. The town actually tried to keep track of how many people were being arrested, and in under 19 days, they managed 107 arrests. That's like five people a day. Half of the arrests, by the way, were for minor traffic infractions, like speeding tickets or seatbelts, stuff you would normally get a ticket for. But the other half was like everywhere from like doctored warrants to like fireworks ordinances. And in one case, they actually planted drugs. These trumped up charges, these fines, all of this stuff is just being fabricated basically against against residents who are being targeted. It's bringing money into the city. <laughs> so that's the other big thing. They're making money off of the constitutional violations. So why would they want them to stop? I don't think you guys can appreciate the numbers here. In a town that's only 1,800 deep, the police still manage four arrests a day. That's like every person gets arrested once a year. It's like the city woke up and was like, you know this traffic quota? Yeah, it's not cutting it to fit our bills. Um, we need to get people for harder stuff. Let's just point at people and say they have a warrant, even if they don't. We do not understand the magnitude of what we just listened to. Legacy of the Wicked is a series exposing how the wicked operate in society. A town where 86% of the population is non-white. In a town where 86% is non-white, they manage to pull over, harass, and detain, and fine, and imprison many people. In a town of 13, less less than 2,000 people, less than 2,000 people, and the town is suing, and they're using terms like terrorism. Do you understand? They're using terms like domestic terrorism, European inferiority complex using the power of law and justice to oppress for years. You're just now hearing it. 
the police chief bragged of harming over ten over a dozen people and causing them to lose their breath. And for years, we know that they plant drugs on innocent individuals and get false convictions. You can't make this stuff up, folks. If you don't want to leave, if you want to stay here, you're, you're, you're an enabler. You're suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. I rather take my children to a third world country or a second world country where at least you have a chance. 86, wait, let me think about this. 86% of the population is black. So if I live there, there's a large percentage, and this is, this is just one city. I remember living in, uh, in Georgia, and I'm not gonna specify the place, <clears throat> Henry County, but in Henry County, I got pulled over more times while driving than in my entire history of driving. And I know how to drive a car since I was 12. My dad would have me sit in the front in a parking lot and practice parking, practice turning the wheel, practice reversing, all the basic stuff dads do. If I was a kid in, in Georgia doing that, they would have harassed me. What are you doing in front of your house trying to practice driving? You need a permit. You need a license. Go to jail. Now imagine 86% of an entire city. Let's say, let's say, uh, let's say New York. Let's say 80% of New York was white. That's just assume. And 80% of this population was being harassed by police. The whole entire country would already be in an uproar. But because it happens to people that don't look like the Europeans, they say, oh, it's all in your imagination. No, this isn't happening. Make America great again. This is the strong delusion that's on. Let's listen to this again. The city of... It's a whole a whole ass town is suing their police department for literal terrorism. Here in town, a federal lawsuit has been filed claiming the Lexington Police Department has been harassing and targeting African-American residents. Now, the lawsuit accuses the department of assaulting and threatening residents for nearly a year. The city. So when you listen in the back of the headlines, it talks about uh, a brutality case that happened back in 2019 where a innocent person was harmed by these public servants. Lexington only has a population of 1,800, of which 86% are black. And if you want to look me in the eye and tell me that race isn't a factor, let me introduce you to the chief of police. A shocking confession caught on tape as a Mississippi police chief brags about killing 13 people in the line of duty, all while using racist slurs. 
This is actually the third time I've tried to upload this video, so I'm not going to play what he says, but it's basically a nine minute recording of him just bragging about being a serial killer and arresting black people. The town actually tried to keep track of how many people were being arrested, and in under 19 days, they managed 107 arrests. That's like five people a day. Half of the arrests, by the way, were for minor traffic infractions, like speeding tickets or seatbelts, stuff you would normally get a ticket for. But the other half was like everywhere from like doctored warrants to like fireworks ordinances. And in one case, they actually planted drugs. These trumped up charges, these fines, all of this stuff. Is I had another article on a radio show I did where over 20 years, a city in Alabama, I think it was Dathan, Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, for 20 years was planting drugs on innocent civilians. And they finally got called on it back in like, what, 2018, I believe. But we don't know the follow-up on that story. Just being fabricated, basically, against, against residents who are being targeted is bringing money into the city. So that's the other big thing. They're making money off of the constitutional violations. So why would they want them to stop? I don't think you guys can appreciate the numbers here. In a town that's only 1,800 deep, the police still manage four arrests a day. That's like every person gets arrested once a year. It's like the city woke up and was like, you know this traffic quota? Yeah, it's not cutting it to fit our bills. Um, we need to get people for harder stuff. Let's just point at people and say they have a warrant, even if they don't. So the city of... So I'm just going to quote the Bible. Come out of her, my people, be not partakers of her sins that you receive not of her plagues. Revelation chapter 18, verse four. If you don't wanna come out of America, if you don't wanna come out of Babylon, if you don't want to leave, don't make it seem like this is a, a flea doctrine, okay? When Abraham was told by uh, God to leave Babylon, was it literal or was it spiritual? I'm not gonna answer for you. You go back and read that, you tell me. When God told Abraham to leave Ur of the Chaldees, was it literal or spiritual? When God told Noah to leave from where he was, build the ark because he was going to flood the earth, was that literal or spiritual? When God told Lot, get the hell up out of these African cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, Zeboim and Lachish, Adma and Zeboim, those five cities equivalent now to Atlanta, equivalent now to New York, equivalent now to uh, Miami, equivalent to Las Vegas, equivalent to LA. Five cities burned to the ground. When he told them to get up out of there, was it literal or spiritual? You tell me. When Christ was told as a child to get out of uh, uh, Judea because it was Roman occupation trying to kill the people, was it literal or spiritual? When God told the Israelites to leave out of the Roman area, because in 70 AD, they were going to burn the city to the ground. Was it literal or spiritual? When God told, who else? When God told Moses to get out of the region and go to the land of the Midianites because they're trying to cause you harm, was that literal or spiritual? When Moses created refuge cities, if someone committed an act and it was unwarranted for him to be punished, was that literal or spiritual for them to create refuge cities? My question for you is, where is your refuge? Your refuge is in the Lord, but you have common sense. You can still buy a plane ticket. You could still garner resources and move somewhere else. Why were they trying so hard to stop Marcus Garvey 
when he was trying to get us out. Because they knew even back then that you are the fuel that keeps white supremacy going. Without you, they cannot survive. Because once you leave, God will plague this nation. Don't believe me. Believe the Bible. This is another episode of The Legacy of the Wicked. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms.